may also be taken as indicating two classes of inmates of hell. Uh, the word men or annas, which according to its root signifies love, has been used to denote those disbelievers uh, who may be called uh, human in so far as they will still retain uh, something of love of God which uh, distinguishes uh, human beings uh, from stones. But the other disbelievers are called uh, hijara or the stone for they have no love uh, left for God. Uh, whatever they do is on their own. So uh, such men are indeed no better than a stone. So this is the same thing. If you have no love for anyone or God Almighty, then you're like a rock that just sits uh, there and has no uh, purpose or use uh, of it. So th this verse speaks of fire and stone. It should be remembered that what is called the next world is not a material world. It's a, a spiritual world or uh, that uh, has been told, uh, uh, told to us by the Holy Quran as well. In fact, an expression used in the Quran to denote rewards and punishment uh, should not be taken literal, uh, literally but metaphorically. So it should also be noted that the punishment of the next world is not everlasting, uh, meaning hell, you know, uh, 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 for uh, Jannah or if you go to paradise, then that is everlasting, but hell is not eternal, it's not everlasting, it will finish uh, one day and everyone uh, will be uh, in heaven uh, at the end. So according to Islam, hell is not eternal. It is only uh, for a time being. The, and this subject is uh, discussed later uh, in uh, other verses uh, of the Holy Quran. So inshallah, once we get there, we'll have a more detailed uh, discussion on this. And then the next verse, uh, verse 26 of Surah Baqarah, he says, وَبَشِّرِ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَآمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ أَنَّ لَهُمْ جَنَّاتٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِيَ الْأَنْحَارِ كُلَّمَا رُزِكُوا مِنْهَا مِنْ سَمَرَةٍ رِزْقَا قَالُوا هَذَا الَّذِي رُزِكْنَا مِنْ قَبْ وَأُوتُوا بِهِ مُتَشَابِهَا وَلَهُمْ فِيهَا أَزْوَاجٌ مُتَحَّرَةٌ وَهُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ And the translation is, and give glad tidings to those who believe and do good works. But for them are gardens beneath which flow streams. Whenever they are given a portion of food therefrom, they will say, this is what was given us uh, to us before. And gifts mutually resembling shall be brought to them. And they will have therein made perfectly pure, and therein will they abide. So in this, uh, some of the words, uh, important words that came in this verse is Bashar, Bashara, which means uh, glad, uh, glad tidings. And then we have Asalihat, that means good works. And then Jannat is gardens, uh, in which, uh, which is the plural of Jannah, a garden that is derived from Jann or meaning is veiled or concealed or covered. Uh, and then we have Annahar or streams. And then... Uh, yeah, these are. Uh, Azwaj is also uh, mate. Uh, plural is Zoja, which means it signifies something that is in one pair or a couple. So in the commentary, Hazrat Muslim Ali states that this verse uh, gives brief uh, description of the reward which will, uh, the believers will have uh, in the next world. So in this, uh, uh, a brief uh, description of, I guess, uh, paradise is uh, given. 
So some of the critics of Islam have raised uh, uh, all sorts of objections uh, regarding this description of uh, uh, of Jannah, you can say, or the garden. They have uh, some of the critics have said that no, this is uh, not right. So a few points. There are five of them. So the first one is that uh, the the promise of such reward, and these are the critics that they are saying. They are saying that the promise of such reward is uh, only an appeal of greed uh, uh, and a faith based upon a greed is not worth the name. So basically they're saying that uh, Quran is just giving them a greed uh, so that they can follow a faith or uh, a religion. And based on this, uh, it's not uh, following. Uh, it, it doesn't, uh, we don't have to follow the religion because they are uh, showing us a greed so that we can uh, uh, and follow Islam. Secondly, the Quran promises material reward uh, to the believers, and this uh, and this is objectionable. If the reward, or uh, the third one is that if the reward of the next world are going to be material, then it must uh, be supposed that the same body which uh, one has in this life will be resurrected after death, and this is uh, against all reason. Because this body perishes and particles of one body are used in the making of several bodies. To whom and to how many will then the same body be given in the next world? So believers are promised wives. Uh, so in this it's saying that uh, whatever the fruits or uh, uh, Quran says that the, they will be given uh, this uh, like fruits and uh, whatnot. So it's basically saying the same thing whatever we are getting here. We'll getting uh, we'll get the same thing uh, uh, in the year after. So what's the uh, point uh, of it? So uh, then the fourth one is that believers are promised wives in the heaven, which shows that uh, uh, sex relations uh, will continue in the next world. An appeal to sex is very objectionable, uh, objectionable for spiritual ends. And then the fifth one is that the Quranic paradise appears to be a place of luxury and sensual pleasures. There is thus nothing spiritual about uh, the Islamic conception or uh, conception of the next life. So Zul says that this criticism is based on a failure of understanding on the Islamic teaching. So they do not understand what uh, Islam has to say or the Quran is trying uh, to say. So whatever they thought was uh, uh, from their own mind, they thought oh, this is what the Quran is saying. But the fact of the matter is that they did not understand the Quran properly. So the Quran has made it very clear that in this life, it is not possible for men to comprehend the nature of paradise or the rewards that are we we gonna get in the hereafter. It says that no soul knows what, and then for example. In uh, in chapter 32, verse 18, uh, it says that no soul knows what joy of the eye is kept hidden for them in the reward uh, as a reward for their action. Meaning that whatever reward they're going to get uh, in the hereafter, they have no eyes or they have no knowledge uh, of it. So this is the whatever the Quran says about the heaven and hell is only uh, metaphorical. Whatever they say is uh, metaphorical. So the dis uh, description are not to be taken in the sense in which they are ordinarily taken in this world. Uh, the Holy Prophet wasallam has mentioned uh, in a hadith uh, that the blessings of the next world is that no eye can see them or uh, no, uh, no, uh, nor has any ear heard of them.
nor can the mind of men from any conception uh, or uh, form of any conception they have no idea what is going to be in the hereafter what they will get the hereafter so if the blessings uh, of the next life are to be like the joys of this life we should be able to uh, form some idea of them no matter how remote they may be so and then in another place uh, uh, the holy quran says and this is in the answer of the objections they have raised so in another place uh, in the holy quran we read uh, that uh, and this is in chapter 36 uh, chapter 13 verse 36 it says that the similitude of the heaven promised uh, to the uh, god fearing is that through it flows a stream its fruit is everlasting and so it is uh, so it it's a shade that is the reward of those who are righteous and the reward of the disbelievers is fire so this is another place where god says that uh, what our reward could be or a description of a heaven is uh, given so now the fruit of this world is not everlasting no uh, if you put an apple or any type of fruit on your table maybe after a week it will start to get uh, uh, rotten or it will decay after a while it will you won't be able to eat it after a while but the fruits of the here after of the fruits of the heaven it is everlasting it will never decay it will always stay fresh so and then uh, uh, same thing with the streams uh, uh, in this world you can see sometimes other you know, streams they go dry there's drought there's no water um, and then the but uh, in the hereafter it will always be there it will always be flowing and you always get that fresh uh, water and then in another place uh, in the holy quran in chapter 47 verse 16 it says that the similitude of paradise promises righteousness or righteous people therein are rivers of water which corrupts not and rivers of milk of which the taste changes not and rivers of wine a delight to those who drink and rivers of uh, clarified honey so you can see uh, in another place god has proven or what uh, or is given a description of uh, the hereafter or the heaven and it has uh, it, it differentiates between uh, the life in uh, the material world and in the spiritual world so you can see the difference so there is nothing material in, in this Uh, about wine of the heaven uh, we could uh, uh, we read and then th- this is about wine since you know people have raised objections regarding this that you know uh, wine is something that is forbidden so why is wine given in uh, the heaven so in the quran in chapter 37 verse 48 it states that uh, wherein there will be no intoxication no will uh, there be exhausted thereby and again they and this is in uh, chapter 76 verse 22 it says that and their lord will give them to drink a beverage that is pure so thus wine in heaven will not only be pure itself but it will purify other uh, uh, your inner uh, self as well just like uh, drinking milk you know uh, or water uh, that's how uh, wine or what uh, wine is meant that it will purify Uh, that person who will be drinking that so elsewhere in the quran it also says that pure wine of paradise will be tempted with kasneem uh, which means that abundance uh, and in height so in the cup of wine that will pass from the hand to hand in heaven god says that there will be neither vanity nor sin 
So uh, you will be able to drink that wine or that sharbat, uh, that drink that you have, and it will be very tasteful, but you will not get intoxicated. You will get purified uh, uh, in, uh, from drinking that, unlike the wine that is uh, sold out in this uh, world. So uh, uh, as against uh, this, the wine uh, in this world is described in the Quran as the wine and the Quran says uh, regarding the wine in this world, it says that wine and the game of hazard and idols are uh, uh, divining arrow are only an abomination of Satan's hard work. So shun each of them that you may prosper. Satan desires only to create enmity and hatred among you by the means of wine and the game of hazard and to keep you back from the remembrance of Allah and from prayer. So this is in chapter 5 verse 91. So this proves that the wine of the next world is quite different and it will be pure and it will be something that purifies and nothing like, uh, it will not be materialistic, but it will be spiritual. And it's whatever the Quran says in this uh, context, it will all be metaphorical in the hereafter. And then Huzur continues on saying that the blessings of heaven have indeed nothing in common with uh, the counterparts of this world, except the name. And this is uh, uh, from narrated by India Abbas, the Prophet's uh, cousin also, uh, he said the same thing. So now the now, uh, question arises that why have the blessings of heaven been given the names used for material world? So why is the same name given for heaven or in the hereafter and the same names are used uh, for this world as well? It, you know, it contradicts uh if people they do not understand so they'll think oh whatever we get in this world we're going to get the same exact thing in the hereafter so the answer to this is that this is no uh this is so because islam is meant for all kinds of people it, the islam did not come for just one specific group or one specific uh, uh nation but it came for the whole mankind and it is a guidance you know the holy quran came as a guidance for the whole mankind the Holy Prophet ﷺ, he came for the whole mankind. So Quran is addressing, or the religion of Islam is addressing all of mankind. So it does not address only uh, uh, the intellectual people or advanced people. So it uh, it corresponds, or uh, Quran gives guidance or answers to all sorts. Even if you are not uh, literate, you know, if you do not understand anything, it's for everyone uh, to understand. So Quran, so therefore it uses simple words. So which uh, everybody else can uh, understand as well. So the disbelievers usually say that the Prophet disallowed the good things of the world and his followers were uh, thus deprived, uh, deprived of all the blessings. Therefore, while describing the blessings in the store for Muslims, God used the means or names of things generally looked upon as good in this world and told the believers that they uh, would get all those things in a better form. So this is what it is basically that, you know, whatever you see in this world, it was simplified for people to understand that, okay, this is something that you're getting in this world. Uh, you know, sometimes you buy an apple or some fruit, it might, it's supposed to be sweet, but it's sour sometimes. It's, it's not ripe. Uh, so, but in the hereafter, you will get that, uh, you know, a fruit, which will be ripe, which will be sweet. And, uh, you know, you will, you will never, get full from uh, eating uh, those uh, fruits or uh, drinking from uh, those beverages or drink uh, like other milk or 
other uh, drinks that you're going to get. So the water of this world uh, purifies, but uh, believers would have water in the next world will not uh, just purify them, but it will uh, it will uh, uh, quench their thirst. They will no always drink it, and the disbelievers and like the unbelievers, uh, the disbelievers they drink alcohol or wine and they get intoxicated. So in the hereafter, they can drink as much wine as they want, but they will not get drunk or intoxicated. So this is a blessings or a benefit uh, that you will get in the uh, in the heaven. And it also, uh, you could say that uh, according to Islam, the next life is not spiritual in the sense that it will just consist of a, a mental state and nothing else. Even in the next life, the human soul will have a kind of body, only it will not be material. So one can uh, say that or have some idea of the phenomenon and of dream. And the Quran says that uh, Allah takes the soul of human beings at the time of their death. And he also takes the soul of uh, that uh, that have not died during their sleep. And he retains uh, those against which he has decreed death and end or sends back the others uh, till an appro uh, appointed term. And in that surely are signs of people who reflect. This is in chapter 39, verse 40. Basically, this is saying that you know, when we go to sleep, you know, we are half dead. You know, we, we do dreams and whatnot. Some people, they don't end up waking up uh, when they go to sleep. Some, they do wake up. And they when they do, so they are given uh, some more time I guess whenever their appointed time would be, then, you know, God will cause them to die. So uh, death and sleep resembles each other. The difference being that whereas in death, the human soul is completely and permanently uh, taken from the body. And in sleep, it, it's a temporary base. So uh, you are given your life back. And then... Uh, And then uh, Huzur says that gardens represent space and streams good, uh, and the streams are, it represents good uh, uh, action. So nor faith, uh, and then gardens cannot prosper without streams, nor uh, faith without good action. So if you have a garden and if you don't water your flowers, it will die out uh, within a week. And same uh, with your faith, uh, with your religion. No, if you believe in one God, but if you don't act upon it, or if you don't follow the guidance of uh, a prophet or the Holy Quran in this sense, or follow the action, what you're supposed to do, then there is no use following or believing in one God. It's just uh, you are doing it. So faith and good action goes hand to hand, as same as you know a garden with a, a, a stream beside it, or you giving water goes hand to hand. So therefore, faith and action are uh, inseparable for the attainment of salvation. In the next world, gardens will remind the believers of their faith in this life and streams will remind them of their good work. So they will know then that their faith and good work have are not gone in vain. So whatever they did in this world, they will be rewarded in the hereafter so that they won't think that, oh, I did all this, but it all went into vain. And then the word, Tashabiha, uh, uh, and mutually resembling refers to the resemblance between the act of worship performed by the believers in this world and the fruits thereof in the heaven. 
the act of worship performed in this life will appear to the believers as fruit in the next the more sincere and the and more appropriate a man's worship the more he will enjoy his portion of life in the hereafter or in paradise and the better quality it will be so the more you worship the more closer to god you are the more benefits you will get and more uh, i guess uh, uh, you will enjoy more in the hereafter so um, and then uh, and then the fruit for the whatever the fruitful will also have more pure mates in the heaven a good wife is a joy and a comfort and faithful uh, try to have good wives in this world and they will have good wives and virtuous company in the next so like a pious person you know they always want a good wife uh, that is also you know uh, involved in their religion praise uh, and what not does good work so they will also have good company uh, in the hereafter uh, as well so this was uh, the commentary for uh, this verse inshallah we'll have a uh, we'll do commentary of the next uh, in the next class allahumma salli ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad wa barik ala inna ka hamidum majid I will now